Houston Dynamo, Portland Timbers, Sporting Kansas, Los Angeles Galaxy, Beach Pass, Toronto FC, Salt Lake, Chicago Fire, Columbus Crew, FC Dallas, York Red Bulls, Pitch Pass, your all-access credential to the people that matter in MLS. Here's your host, Greg Roach. Do yourself a favor. Go to pitchpass.com. That's where we've got everything laid out for the show, including uh, past episodes. And I invite you to check out last year's conversation we had with Ethan Finley. One of my favorite conversations of last season. And I'm so glad he is back on form this year as well so we can have him back on the show. It is Columbus Crew midfielder Ethan Finley. He joins us right now. Ethan, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? I- I'm very good. Look, we could talk Settlers of Catan all day, uh, but I don't... I- <laughs> I don't want to start there, Ethan, because I want to save the best for last, which, of course, is Settlers of Catan Talk. So let's just talk about how informed you are. How awesome is it playing soccer these days? Yeah, it's been great. Um, you know, thus far this season, individually and as a team, you know, things have uh, been good for us uh, offensively. And, you know, adding an addition like Kai has uh, has really helped my game flourish and others around him. So, um, you know, it, it's been great thus far, and hopefully we can keep it rolling. So you mentioned Kai. You mentioned how he's helped your game. Give me some, give me some nuts and bolts. How how has he helped these game your game? What has he done for you? That's kind of opened things up for uh, things on your end. Yeah, I mean, he his ability to draw more than one defender. I mean, um, you know, as, as the season started, uh, teams were you know had to kind of figure out how we were going to play. And, uh, thus far, I've seen you know the, you know the center backs are are, are double teaming him a lot. And, you know, when he goes onto those the back post. Um, it's opening up space in the near post. And, um, you know, the other night was a good example of the first run actually wasn't quite on. And uh, I made my way to the near post on the second run as we recycled runs, and he had pulled himself away. Um, and when he pulls himself away, he pulls defenders, and that left the, the middle of, of the goal in the middle uh, of the 18 wide open. And it's that kind of movement where he can draw defenders, not just one, but two defenders um, out of their area. It's going to create space for me to run in behind or, or – or, um, you know, run through in front of him. And, and that has been uh, huge for us. Whether we've scored off it or created chances, um, it's, it's causing havoc for us. So his movement and his just threat um, when balls are coming in the box um, is tremendous for us because we can get knockdowns and it draws, draws defenders to him and away from us. Uh, our last episode, we talked to Dom Dwyer, and I was asking him about his potential or his partnership with uh, Christian Nemeth and and how much goes into a partnership and things like that. I won't ask you the same exact question, but uh, there is inherently something of, you know what, that guy does things that I like to react off of and vice versa. And one of the things that I've noticed, at least about Kai and you, is uh, he's not afraid or he's want to go outside and maybe almost play as a winger. Um, how long did it take for you to go, oh, great, I love cutting inside as well. We're going to work really well together if you're going to do that, and I'm going to re- react to it. Yeah, at first I was a little um, apprehensive. Like, am I, allowed, am I allowed to do this? Can I go inside? <laughs> yeah, you know, because, because you know, we've, we've really focused on having him, you know, be the nine and be that kind of target guy for us and staying in the middle and drawing those guys in. So, you know, when that started happening um, – you know, I, I, at first, like I said, I was very apprehensive, and 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 that's what I, I've loved about it, and I've loved about kind of the evolution of how uh, you know Greg has taught us is, is that there's free flowing to this game, and there is success, and we've seen it over the last couple of years with Federico. How he pulls himself back, and he pulls himself wide at times, 
and and it's just for him to find the game, and and it and it draws maybe uh, like I said a defender out or, or or mixes up defense a little bit, and they're kind of thinking, wait, what's this guy doing? You know, out playing right wing, and you know, where where's where's Ethan at, or, or where's Justin, at, or where's Federico at? And so when we can start, you know, kind of having that interchange uh, interchanging movement, it, it throws te- throws teams off, and and you know he's natural out there because of how much uh, he played out there with with Kansas City and. and um, with his time in Middlesbrough, so it, it, it comes natural to him. So it does add another dimension to us, and uh, and it, it is fun. You know, there was a moment the other night that I think about. Um, someone asked me if you know, are you guys just on the same page? Are you guys thinking alike? And you know, he played a quick free kick in the second half, and unfortunately, the referee called it back. But it was a moment where we just looked at each other, and we recognized yep. what was going to happen, and we set it up beautifully. And unfortunately, it got called back. But uh, it's those kind of types of moments that we're starting to gel. And uh, it's only going to make us better as the season goes on. I've got a stat for you, Ethan. And it's uh, it's one I would love to take credit for because it's a very, very interesting stat if you follow the league, but maybe aren't really paying focused or focusing yourself on on all the teams in the league. But you, your your stat team came up with it. Uh, the top two, uh, if you take the top two scores, score goals and assists off of each team and added up their totals. Um, obviously, I'm tipping my hand, but who do you think the top team, top duo in the league is? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's the Columbus Crew. And it's, uh, <laughs> I and myself. I, that's my guess. You are correct. Now, who would you guess would be number two in the league? Number two, um, I'll go with uh, Juvinko and Alpador. That's my guess, just based on Juvinko's stat. And you know, I'll take it back. I'm gonna go Seattle Sounders. Uh, Obafemi and Clint. That was a great downshift, Ethan, because that's absolutely right. Now, here's the thing yeah. that I think was is the surprising stat. So, if you do the addition of goals and assists for both of the top two guys, uh, Seattle comes in at 24. You guys come in at 32. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's pretty spectacular, and um, you know I, I think what's great is that we're off to a hot start. You know, the two of us, but. Um, we got a couple guys that are also, um, you know, coming in behind us with, with Justin and, and he can catch fire and, and obviously Federico at any moment, uh, especially on the assist side, his playmaking ability, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then uh, and the addition of Cedric uh, Bobati here, uh, you know, just recently showing up, um, you know, he's going to add another dimension to us. So we start adding a couple of those guys into the mix. Uh, I think we, uh, we might have a trio of uh, of offensive uh, numbers. Now I'm not gonna. I don't want to rain on the parade. It's been a it's been a good, not great season for the crew so far. Which is kind of mm-hmm. leading to my my question is, when you guys are clicking, it's very very beautiful to watch. One of the most entertaining sides in the league. When you guys are clicking, what's happened on those games where there's been that clunker game where things aren't clicking, and then it's like, wait a second, is this the same team? Yeah, you know, defensively, we I, I think we've. We've been disappointing. I, I think everyone would tell you um, that on the team, uh, and it doesn't. It's not necessarily just the back line or our goalkeeper or, or the, the defensive midfielders. Um, you know, it obviously starts with with the guys up front and and moves its way back. So it's something that that we have addressed and we need to continue to address. You know, giving up these early goals that we have is is disappointing, and sometimes it's it's like you've said. It's you know, you watch us for the very first fifteen minutes, and you're like, these guys are, aren't ready, and then you get scored on and all of a sudden you start playing well and you, you start reacting and, and, you know, we have to be able to put 90 minutes uh, together and play, you know, a full game uh, with complete focus. And it's something that we're, I want to think that we're peaking at the right time. I want to think that we're starting to do that. 
uh, in the right moments. But it's extremely important, especially when it comes to playoff time. You saw that we weren't able to do that last year in the playoffs, and, and you saw the inexperience there. And it's something that we have addressed, and we need, we need to get better at it, absolutely. Obviously, one of the things that a lot of people uh, outside or, or analysts say about teams is the locker room. You guys seem like you have a really good locker room. Um, you guys seem to get along really well. And it was nowhere more evident than, than the your viral video, which I, I, did you <laughs> did you ever think that you would be a part of a viral video, Ethan? You know, I didn't. I, I was shocked of how as as, uh, as many outlets that picked it up. So it was uh it was entertaining. In fact, when we first did it, we thought, "Oh, this will be viral," and then it probably took us about <laughs> ten or fifteen takes. We had to we had to cut some guys out. We had to make some changes. It, it was a process, that's for sure. Okay, so if people don't know, during a, a rain delay last month against uh, L.A., you guys were in the locker room. I guess just trying to past the time and you came up with the header challenge where you went down the line everybody's sitting down and you went back and forth across from each other all the way to the end you the anchor leg ethan uh (laughs) heads it into the trash can that was my question was how many takes did it take you said 10 to 15 who got cut uh had a couple it was mostly players there but we had a couple like a trainer in there and and, and a couple strength guys that were kind of how'd they end up in there how did those guys end up in the line (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, we had, we wanted to get a, d- a decent number, uh, decent uh, numbers uh, for the video. So if it, it did get completed, there would be uh, would be maybe a record of some sort. So we tried to add them in, and, and uh, we found out in about the first three takes, we got three strikes for those guys. We, we started cutting them out, but uh, you know, we ended up getting in. And uh, unfortunately for myself, I only messed up one. We got one. Actually, I think it was the first or second one before we um, we actually got the final video that I actually missed. I rimmed it out. So I, I had one more opportunity at it, and uh, we were able to finish it. But, it, you know, it was a lot of fun, and uh, it helped us pass the time uh, during that two-hour delay. Now, is it like a PK? Did you did you automatically say, I am the guy that's that's going to put it into the trash can? I'm on the anchor leg. There's no discussion? Well, you know, at first we started it on our side. And what was happening is, you know, we were actually struggling about three or four legs down on, on the our side. And, um, and so we changed it and we, we started. So at first I was kind of near the starting line. And, uh, so then we flipped it back down. We put the, uh, the bucket at the very end. So I happened to be come the anchor <laughs> leg and, uh, I took that full responsibility wholeheartedly. So it was, uh, I, I was fortunate, I guess I would say I could have been, uh, it could have been a bad thing, but it ended up being, uh, a good thing. I was because you know you you think to yourself and and you mentioned that when you guys were first goofing around messing around with the idea of doing it, it's one of those things where you go, oh, this will be a viral video. But you never think something is going to be a viral video. Um, what what are some of the ones that you have kind of looked at and gone, oh, okay, I could see why that video was viral. Do do you ever troll YouTube when you're bored uh, sitting in an airport? Yeah, you know, I I do enjoy I do enjoy seeing the vines uh, and the YouTube. I mean, there, there there's a lot of different uh, you know pretty comical uh, scenes that are on there. Actually, I just one that comes to my mind. I I just saw this afternoon that uh, we we've been passed around uh, uh, at a team event we had this afternoon. It was a little kid. It just kind of reminded me we were joking around like, oh, you know, this was all of us when we were younger. And a little kid who runs up and he jumps on something. He then he dunks a ball on like a little Fisher Price. Uh, um, backboard and then turns around. He's beating his chest, celebrating. <laughs> Here comes the Fisher Price uh, hoop coming down on him. He has no idea and just knocks him right on the head <laughs> and takes him out. And I said, "How many? How many of us were that kid that that was celebrating and 
<laughs> and hooting and holler, and next thing you know, you know, you get beat back down to earth. So I thought it was a pretty fitting uh, little video. Uh, Amobi uh, Akugo just tweeted one today, that which was great, which was the uh, the Brandon Knight signing a seventy million dollar deal, and he probably is using half of it to get this video taken off the internet, which is just him falling all over the basketball court. I thought that was a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, Amobi's uh, he's been opinionated thus far. Yes, he's, he's a good follow. He's a great follow. That guy, he he, you you called it. He's very opinionated. He's got opinions on things, Ethan. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So you are the current player rep for the Columbus Crew SC Foundation. And uh, we want to get a quick plug in because uh, the foot golf classic is happening on July 26th. Are you playing foot golf during this uh, this tournament? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to have two different groups uh, split up uh, amongst the guys. We have two sessions. One is a kind of a 21 and older, uh, more adult session where there'll be some adult beverages. Uh, that uh, is a happy hour event that uh, sounds absolutely amazing. And then the other one is a kind of a family event, and uh, there'll be half the players there. So, you know, it, it's a great event. I think, um, you know, it's getting old, they, they're just a the regular golf outing. Exactly. Think, uh, you know, everything that's going on with, with foot golf these days, I mean, um, I've seen pictures and I've seen videos of this course. It's uh, It's something else, and I think for the average person that, thinks that they can kick a soccer ball better than we can, I think, to come out and give it, give it their best shot. You know, and you brought up because it's like, you know, would I rather go see soccer players hack their way through a golf course? No, I think I'd rather see them on a foot golf course showing off some skills and let's see who's really got it now. You know, it will be interesting. I'm, I'm interested to see how the players do because, you know, it's kind of one of those things, you know, there's always a little bit of um, gamesmanship. And yes. Yeah, we kind of know a little bit of the ball, but uh, I think the course is, it could be hard on some guys, you know. You they're they're not maybe ready for the elements, so I'll, I'll be surprised. Uh, what what is that? Some, some ringers in the group. Ethan, you never know. Ethan, what does that even mean? If the course is gonna, the elements, you guys are professional soccer players. If, if there's one thing I want you to do is put the foot to the ball and put it somewhere, place it. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, but it, it's it's a whole different thing there. You know, some guys you you can't expect defenders always. You know, they don't. True. They don't. Uh, they don't pass that uh, that often into into the goal. Obviously. So. True. You know, they don't know a target besides a man. So, yeah, I'm thinking it, it could, there could be some issues there. Trust me. Uh, so, if, if you – there's still slots available, I'm assuming, for both of them. So, that would be Columbus S, ColumbusCrewSC.com slash footgolf if you want to sign up and you're in the Columbus area. Have you ever played footgolf before, Ethan? You know, I have not. Um, like I said, I've just seen some of the videos and some of the photos of the place. So, um extremely interested i've I've got my ball ready i've got a prime um so you know it, it's uh it's my secret weapon as well as my boots so you know you gotta everyone has their own little special uh you know equipment and uh i got mine figured out and uh, hopefully it doesn't get dq'd you can bring your own ball is that it's, uh, it's like bringing clubs i guess in your own yeah oh yeah yeah you bring your own ball that ball actually will be provided to uh to every person at columbus crew uh ball but uh, you know, I, I got to bring a little something special, I think, to uh, to uh, make sure I get the victory. <laughs> and I hope they're breaking you guys up. I don't want a team of all crew guys, and then the other team is our fans of the crew. No, absolutely not. Okay, good, good, good. So before I let you go, Ethan, you know we got to talk a little. <laughs> absolutely. How's your game looking? Of course, I'm talking about not your soccer game. I'm talking about your Settlers of Catan game. Yeah, you know, the, uh, my game, I, I would say, is a little bit rusty right now. Um, wow. With this warm weather, I think we, uh, we've we gotten a little bit away from it, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, it's 
it's one of these things uh, that, you know, the way things are going these days, I don't know if you know this, but uh, they've got the online on the iPads now. Yes. Where you can sit and play against, uh, you know, a group of guys, you get your username. Uh, so, in fact, a couple guys I know have, uh, we've gotten together and, and uh, you know, Justin Miram obviously is one of our, our top players, but uh, he actually was showing me the other day, and he showed me this, that he was playing a game against, like, Will Hesmer, obviously a former player. Yep. And uh, I believe Danny O'Rourke uh, was also involved in it. So, you know, we still kind of keep in contact with those guys through Settlers of Catan. So I think that's kind of the new interactive way. I have the game. I have not played an actual game against those guys on there, but I have played a little against the computer. But, you know, it is a great way to spend the time. Unfortunately, you know, I love the traditional way with the uh, with the actual board. You like and, to and touch it. You like to the feel cards exactly, and all that. You know? Exactly. Exactly. I was thinking, how awesome would it be? Because, uh, you know, since we've discussed it, I- I've kind of been subtly asking players that we've had on the show in the last year. And there are a good amount of players throughout the league who do play Settlers. Maybe this yeah. could be like an All-Star Weekend type thing where the best representative of each club goes to All-Star Weekend and then we just have a Settlers off to see what team has the best Settlers of Catan players. You know what? That would be special. That would be special. <laughs> I, I kind of like where you're going with that. I mean, there, that, that would be a nice little event. And I think, you know, you get some fans, you get a you get a, a moderator of some sort to... Uh, to toss through the play, exactly. get the cameras out there. I, I think you get a crowd around that something like that. Yeah, it could be the new World Series of Poker type thing where you've got guys commenting on the board. You're wearing sunglasses because you don't want to give away anything that you're planning. Oh, uh, yeah. That, hey, I love this idea. I think we got to uh, Let's do it. CC the MLS on this one. <laughs> Well, uh, Ethan, thank you very much. Oh, by the way, I, I do have a legit question to ask you because uh, right. there's been some conversation up north of the border. Uh, where are you at these days as far as what you're thinking about national team stuff? Yeah, um, you know, uh, uh, you see, see, Ethan, and, you shifted uh, right down. I like that. You shifted. Oh, OK, now this is a serious question. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, uh, you know, right now I've. Uh, I'm solely focused really on, on my, you know, my club form and, and, um, you know, I, I haven't been called in by, by any national teams. And, uh, you know, I only have a U.S. passport at this point, which is, has been heavily reported and then yeah. I've made, you know, well aware. And, um, you know, so, you know, my focus right now is obviously my club form. And, um, you know, I said I was born in the United States and, and that was the team that I, you know, I would have preferred to play for. And, and I still stand by that. So, um, so that's where I'm at, and um, it's uh, you know it's a great it'd be a great opportunity, uh, but it's not an opportunity that I can control, and I'm just going to continue to do what I can on my, on the club side, and um, if I if I do get a call up at some point, um, you know that'd be an honor. Okay, so let me ask you this because this isn't about choose one or the other, but there has been some rumors uh, this past week uh, going through uh, again in Canada about your eligibility to play for Canada. Um, Mm -hmm. Are you, or could you at some point be eligible to play for Canada knowing now that you don't have a Canadian passport and you'd have to go through a process, but is, is that process available to you? Yeah. At at this point, um, you know, I'm not eligible to play for Canada. um, And, and it's, uh, you know, we were in contact with the Federation and, um, you know, discovered that, you know, I was not able um, to, uh, to get a passport at this point. And, um, uh, due to some some legality things, and so uh, so that that's that's where we're at, and um, okay. you know as of as of right now, that's that's kind of where we stand. That's where where I stand and our camp stands. So 
um, you know, I, I wish I wish the United States and I wish Canada all the best. I think it's be a great Gold Cup, so uh, it'd be fun to watch. We uh, we talked to a Settlers of Catan player uh, who was facing the same sort of questions that you were going through, and that man was Tesho Akindeli, who is claims to be a fantastic Settlers player. We'll have to uh, we'll have to set something up then. You know, uh, I mean, I'd be interested. You know, you don't hear many guys that are say they're fantastic after just a year. You know, it took me a little bit of time. I don't know how how much he started before, maybe in college. But you know, I started when I came to the MLS right as a uh, as a rookie, and uh, I don't think it was fantastic after my first year. I had to learn some of the moves and the the slyness that uh, that some of these guys uh, had, but. Uh, yeah, I, I'd be interested. Like I said, I'd love to see that, uh, well, exactly. that All-Star Weekend uh, Catan battle. Exactly. Ethan, you know, your only response to that was, I'll see you at the All- at All-Star Weekend, Tesho, if you're that good. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Fantastic first half of the year, Ethan, and we hope that you guys continue it along. Uh, thank you very much for hanging with us and spending some time. I appreciate it. You guys take care. Have a good one. show information, go to pitchpass.com.